Hey, good morning. It's Joe Malerba, and this is Wake Up with Joe Malerba. Well, I'm so glad you could join me for another episode of Wake Up with Joe Malerba. I like to look at it as a wake-up call and a reminder, not just to myself, but to all of you listeners out there, that there's a lot we can learn from each other each and every day. I'm a big believer in if you're not learning, you're not living, you're not breathing. There's something to be learned every day, whether it be from experiences, people we come in contact with, friends, family, our workplace. There's always something new out there, some new twist and new turn, something to learn from. But there's also a lot of negativity out there. And that's our topic for discussion today, which is learning how to overcome adversity and negativity in our lives. It's out there. It exists. It's inevitable. We confront it every day. We experience it every day. You know, recently, a study in psychological and personality science found that people who are able to take the good with the bad at the same time are better able to improve their situations than those who can only take the good or the bad. In other words, having the attitude that, yes, I am confronted with negativity. I am dealing with a person who is negative, and that makes me angry or sad at times because of the negative people in my life, but I'm also happy and hopeful because I'm working to improve my situation. And it is found that having that type of an attitude could lead to more happiness and success than just this negativity is in my life, it's making me angry, it's making me sad, and therefore I am alone and I am helpless because of that negativity, because of the negative vibes that someone is giving off, because of the negative people in my life. So the key is to leverage negative people and experiences productively. You have to learn to take the good with the bad and leverage both to your advantage. Now again, this is this is something that is a a continuous practice that we all need to uh, build on as as an individual. Um, we're human. We we are sensitive at times. Uh, there are days where we may be more vulnerable than other days, and so it, on those days where we're more vulnerable, we may be confronted with. Um, a negative person or a negative situation. And it's, it's important to leverage um, that negativity. First, it's the acknowledgement that the negativity exists, right? We all know that negativity exists. Negative people exist. Um, they could be in our inner circle of friends or the outer rim of, of people that we come in contact with every day, our acquaintances, our peers, our colleagues. And so... We need to learn to leverage the adversity and the negative situations. The worst thing that could happen to you in your life is to never experience negativity or adversity. And quite honestly, that, that would be very uh, rainbow, butterfly, Pollyanna to think that a person could go through their entire life without confronting a negative situation or a negative person. It, it's just impossible. You will, at some point, be confronted with and conflicted with negativity. So 
to never experience that negativity or adversity would be to would be at a disadvantage to you because it would not help you to build a thicker skin and and the um the tenacity to deal with something like that um without adverse situations to overcome you would never learn uh without these situations there would be no sense of urgency there would be no pain to make you change look back at the times in your life when you made a great change think back to the times that you may have changed jobs relationships uh friends think back to the time that you changed your behavior for the better when you finally broke a bad habit if you're honest with yourself you'll realize that you made these changes only when the pain of not changing was bad enough adversity not comfort creates change well good morning everyone this is joe malerba and you're listening to wake up with joe malerba motivation education this is the station. We're here together, folks. We're all in this together. Today, I'm happy to talk about something that is uh, a celebration for me, if you will. It is my 23rd wedding anniversary to my beautiful wife, Barbara. 23 years, 23 wonderful years. All the moments, wonderful moments, where there some you know, down moments. Yes. The good and the bad. When you make those vows with your wife, your spouse, you say in good times and in bad, but, uh, we endured 23 great years, wonderful years. We brought three beautiful children into the world. Uh, my oldest Matthew, 17 years old. That's, uh, the, the teenage years, as many talk about, we're preparing for his college years as we're doing a college tour, but we'll do a whole other podcast about college tours another time. Then I have a 14-year-old. His name is Gregory. What a great young man. The quintessential middle child. And I don't mean middle child as a negative thing. I think we had a whole episode on middle children once. So you know how I feel about that middle child. There's something special about the middle child. And then there's Julia. Julia, 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 our beautiful little girl. She's 11 years old. She's feisty. She has to be. She has two older brothers. Julia is definitely daddy's little girl for sure. So 23 years of marriage. Many of you celebrate milestones like that with marriages, with your uh, wedding anniversaries. Um, Marriage takes work. It takes a lot of work. It's, it is a partnership. It is a partnership for life if done correctly. Um, marriage as, as an institution takes work on both sides. Um, both need to be committed. Both need to jump into the pool at the same time. And quite frankly, that's why you took those vows in the first place. You took those vows early on because you knew you wanted to create that special bond with that certain someone and you both fell in love with one another and you both raised a family perhaps or uh, built, built a home together and every day marriage is work. Um, it is, um, at times it can be 50, 50 and then sometimes it feels like it's, uh, you know, uh, a little bit off in, in terms of it's, um, it's, 
divvying up of the uh, daily responsibilities and duties. I know I, I hear that quite often. I, I could be guilty as charged. I know I'm very fortunate that I have a wife that takes on many, many roles and many responsibilities uh, as I go about my daily uh, tasks and my career, um, working on my books. As many of you know, I'm also a children's book author. Um, so, you know, our plates are full and, and her plate is full too, uh, with my wife being a teacher an educator, um, and, and our roles as a mother and father. So it, the, all in all, the, 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 the circle that we go through every day that continues to evolve, but marriage also continues to evolve and it continues to grow. And the only way it grows is with open communication understanding of one another's roles and and responsibilities and value in life because each of you have a certain value that you bring to this marriage to this bond and so it is important to understand i i often find that uh, it's it's heartbreaking when you hear stories of friends who are separated or divorced and Again, certainly everyone is entitled to their opinion. My opinion is that more often than not, and there are times where the differences are are so irreconcilable, so far apart from one another, that perhaps it is inevitable that these two shall not remain together. But I feel that more often than not, we give up too easily on one another. We give up on the commitment. We give up on the marriage. And again, as we said early in the podcast, it's not easy. Life is not easy. Our careers are not easy. We work at them every day. We, we strive to do better in our roles with our careers. So why would we not strive to do better in our roles in our marriage? And so I feel that more often than not, people give up too easily on the marriage. You know, the institution of marriage, the divorce rate back in the 1950s uh, was very low. And, you know, there'll be people who will say that, you know, the 50s wife was the doting wife who, you know, like the leave it to beaver years of of a wife bringing the slippers and the pipe to her husband. Um, And so women just felt subservient and just did whatever their husbands wanted them to do and it was a different time it was a different it was a different era um but love is love and love has always been love if it's there and it's meant to be it works and you work it out so it doesn't matter if it's 1952 or 2019 the love and the commitment of the relationship is there and if you want it to work if you want it to be a part of that institution of marriage, you make it work. You try every day. You figure it out. You communicate with one another. You build. It's building blocks of marriage. You build on that marriage. And you, together, will sustain a wonderful, healthy marriage. Prayer is important. I always say the family that prays together stays together. Whatever your faith may be, prayer is important. And so, on this day, this wonderful day of celebrating uh, my marriage, 
I wish nothing but the best to all of you in your anniversaries, your wedding anniversaries, your friendship anniversaries, your work anniversaries, whatever they may be. But we know together that we have to work at it. It does not come easy. It comes with patience. It comes with love. And love, in the end, is what keeps... Love is the glue that keeps it all together. My friends, we know it's not easy. But it is a wonderful thing when you could think about all of the positives, all of the, of the wonderful moments that you have with your spouse and you, and you focus on that, it makes for such a special relationship, a relationship that um, is a privilege. You know, not many people have that. I'm sure there are people out there struggling to find that significant other that they, they want to be with. For those of us who have found that person and cherish that person and are grateful for that person, we are in a wonderful place. But make sure you let that person know how grateful you are to have them in your life. That, that expression of gratitude, that, that communication of gratitude is so important. It's a validation to the other person that, that you love them and that you're in this for the long haul and you care about them. I thank you for listening to me. You're listening to Wake Up With Joe Malerba. I think I'm going to get myself a nice hot cup of coffee on this crisp October morning. And I hope you enjoy your day as well. Happy anniversary, my love.